0: Hey guys, it's Kyla and I'm your host of That Christian Girl podcast, a podcast that's devoted to inspiring and encouraging Christians of all walks of life to become their full godly potential. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode and thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kyla back at it again with another That Christian Girl podcast episode. And I am really excited for this episode. As you heard from the title, we are going to do a little episode on end of the year burnout. Because that is something that I have definitely been experiencing all year. But especially right now as we're getting closer to Christmas break and we just got back from Thanksgiving break. And I Thanksgiving break was not long enough. I needed more like a week, (laughs) not five days. I needed a week, but I didn't get a week. So we are getting right back into the school groove, and I just wanted to touch on burnout and how we can combat that with productivity. And I really enjoyed learning about this because it gave me some ammunition that I'm going to be using the next time that I I felt, I feel burnt out. But before we start, I wanted to do a little bit of a highlight um, because I did get another review, which I didn't see until... I posted the podcast episode last week, so I didn't see it until after that, but there was a super sweet review, so she said, this is literally so good, inspiring, and joy-filled. Thank you for inspiring girls of all ages to be more like the Lord, and you have no idea the impact you are making. This has helped me through some low times, and I'm sure it will go on to do the same for so many. Thank you for your time and effort. You put into this, then some heart emojis. And that, when I saw that, it literally made my day. I was like, this is so sweet. And it's reviews, it's emails, it's DMs like that that make me know that, you know, be inspired and be encouraged to keep on pouring into this podcast because I'm like, I'm very proud of myself because usually my things that I do. I get really hyper focused on something. I get really, really excited to do something. And then I lose motivation. I lose a lot of steam because sometimes there's usually there's not those people who are right there cheering me on and like telling me like, hey, you're making an impact. God is using you. Or, you know, like not that much encouragement. And I feel like The encouragement really helps me keep going and keep wanting to pour into this podcast for you guys because it's such a blessing in my life and it just keeps me going. Being encouraged with messages like that, whether it's reviews, like I said, emails or even DMs, those encouragement, that encouragement keeps me going so much because, you know, I can look at the numbers and I can be like, wow, this is crazy. But hearing, like, directly from one of you guys, one of you guys taking the time to, like, give back to this podcast is amazing. So, thank you so much for that review. I don't want to say your name because I know that I'm going to say it wrong. Um, But if you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review. Even if it's a rating, those are amazing, too. And it really helps, you know, get... The podcast, get it out to a wider audience and helps the reach. And I think also Spotify, you can rate the show. You just can't leave a review, which is a little sad. But there are little questionnaires that you can reply to. So if You ever see that on Spotify, please reply to those questionnaires or those polls because I really enjoy seeing what you guys say and it's really encouraging to know that, you know, you're interacting and you're like actually listening to the podcast episode and you're interacting with what I have poured so much work into and yeah, just seeing reviews and even emails and DMs from you guys, especially emails and DMs, but reviews as well from you guys just like reminds me how much God is working through this podcast. And that's crazy to me. So thank you so much for all of those reviews. And yeah, let's get right into the episode. (laughs) So I am so burnt out right now, you guys. It's not even funny. And I don't really have much motivation to do really anything. And I'm like in an energy rut. I'm kind of more in a spiritual rut too, because I think I read my Bible at least once last week. Like, independently. But I didn't really read it that much over the weekend. Which, so I'm kind of getting into a rut spiritually and just, like, energy-wise. Like, I have been not very energetic lately. And I think that's because school itself is so draining. And even if you're not in school, like, Even work can be draining. Like my work, it's draining. And it's draining because I go to school before and it's late at night. And I just like, oh, all that energy gets drained out of me. And this past weekend, this break, you know, I wanted to do things. I brought my schoolwork because I have been meaning to transfer all of my AP micro notes into uh, another notebook so they're all together because I ran out of room in this like three subject notebook that I have. So my notes are just all over the place. And that was my weekend thing that I was going to do. And I kind of just ended up, I did read my book for English, which is what I needed to do, but I didn't do the extra things that I would have had time for if it weren't for like that rut that I was stuck in and that energy rut all break where I was just like, I need a break and I can't do anything. If that makes sense. But many people fall into the pre-winter break burnout. I know a lot of college students, they have like two or three weeks before Christmas break and that's like their finals week and they just get back from Thanksgiving and they're just like, go, 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 go. And it's so hard to stay motivated. Like I see this as a senior in high school, but it's so hard to stay motivated when it's just go, 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 you know? (laughs) where you're just like, I, there's, there's no stopping. Why are we still going? We need to stop and hold on the brakes, you know, because our minds are all on holiday, it feels like, because you leave for Thanksgiving and you're like, oh, it's the holiday season. And then you decorate for Christmas, you listen to Christmas music, which are all great things, And you look forward to that Christmas break and all you're doing, well, all that I do is look forward to the Christmas break and not really focus on schoolwork just because I'm so ready to have like two weeks off for Christmas. That is literally what my brain goes through because I'm just like, go, 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 go. And then I just wait. And like the little middle month that we have, four weeks, less than four weeks, not even four weeks at school, like two to three weeks in school before Christmas is like the hardest three weeks because you just want, you just want it to be Christmas. You just want another break. And I think your mind just like turns off during Thanksgiving break and to turn it on for two to three weeks after Thanksgiving break is sometimes so, so hard. So I wanted to learn myself and then also give back to you guys what I learned today about end of the year burnout and how we can combat that. But first, let's talk about like, do you actually have burnout? What is burnout? And even if you aren't burnt out, you can still use these tips. But I feel like it's so easy for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm burnt out. But actually, it's just me being lazy. But here's some a quick list of the things that burnout includes. So you feel exhausted no matter how much sleep you get. And then you could also be struggling with insomnia and fatigue. So if you have a lot of troubles falling asleep at night, me, um, that is a big like effect of burnout. You can get even more insomnia from being burnt out. You're also lacking motivation to show up to, like, work or class or even do assignments. I am required to show up to class, so I can't really not show up. But I'm lacking the motivation to go to class, definitely. And do assignments? I need to get a hold on my assignments, if we're going to be honest. Because I need to remind myself that I need to take time for things like this podcast because this is one of my joy, one of the things that brings me joy and keeps me going is this podcast. So it's not a bad thing and I don't really, I devote some time to this podcast but it's not as much time as I feel like I should be devoting and it's kind of like an on on the back burner kind of thing besides when I plan for like 30 minutes and record for an hour and then It's like two hours a week. So it's not like this is consuming my whole life and I'm putting off schoolwork from this podcast. It's already like built into my schedule. But I'm just lacking motivation (laughs) to do assignments. I have the time. I just don't have the motivation, if that makes sense. Another thing is that maybe you lack inspiration and creativity, whether that comes to schoolwork or even work work or if it's just outside of schoolwork and work work. Like burnout, I feel like one of the main effects of it is that you just lack all motivation to be creative and you kind of lose a lot of creativity. And that's some of the ways that we can combat burnout is with creativity. But you don't feel like you want to create. You don't feel like you want to do that Art project, or you don't feel inspired, and that's one of the big effects of burnout and kind of like causes a burnout. Not really causes, but one of the big effects, and how people can see it is a lack of creativity in their everyday lives, whether that comes to schoolwork or even if it's outside of schoolwork and just something that you love doing. Another thing is increased tension or pain in your body. So I have been getting a lot of headaches, you guys. I think the time it has stopped was during Thanksgiving break when I literally took a break and I told myself, no, you can't do schoolwork right now. You need a break, Kyla. And that was when the headache stopped. This morning, I woke up and I had a headache and I was like, oh, come on, body. It's been what? Five days? It's been five days and now you have a headache again because you know that you have to go to school and I think I get stress headaches and this is not for pity at all you guys. Um, I'm just trying to relate you know but stress headaches are a thing and that is it's not good. It is not a good effect of burnout because When I get really bad headaches, it's so much harder for me to get up and do things because I feel like I don't have enough energy or, like, capacity to go and devote this time to this thing because my head hurts so much and, like, that's all I can think about. But this could also be muscle aches. So, like, your body could just be sore for no reason or it could even be jaw tension like i was looking up on a a medical website so this is all like not the own things that i thought up of thought up but that was that's a big thing like that's kind of scary you can have physical effects like muscle aches or just soreness for no reason or even jaw tension Ugh. another thing is inability to concentrate so, you feel like you can't concentrate on anything. So, your mind just, it's like too much work to concentrate, and your mind just goes around in circles, and you don't really, like, you can't really concentrate on things. Um, there is also bored of things that used to make you happy. So, this is really hard because one of the ways that you, like, combat burnout is to do things that make you happy. But what I mean by this is, like, board of subjects. So, I'm definitely a math person. I really love learning math and figuring out problems. I know, I'm a nerd. But that is something that I've always loved because, you know, I can go through this really big problem and I can figure out a solution to it. And that has been something that is, like, so cool to me. But... I feel like within my high school career, my love for math has just dwindled, you know? So if it's a subject that you really love and you're really passionate about, but you feel that your passion for it is dwindling, maybe that's a sign that you're kind of burnt out, that you need to take a little bit of a break or just implement some of the things that I'm going to talk about later. Because you don't want to hate things that you used to love, you don't want to start to hate school altogether. There should be at least one subject that you look forward to every single day. Or even one thing. Like photography. I'm doing pretty good on photography. But sometimes I even find myself getting a little bit burnt out with photography. Where I'm just like, oh, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm feeling like really unmotivated to do it. And it's something that I really love doing. So just trying to figure out how to combat that those feelings of burning out to start to love the things that I used to love again. Another one is negative emotions towards learning or work. So this kind of goes into lacking motivation to show up or do assignments, but like having negative emotions towards school where you think about school and all you think of is negative things where you're like, oh, school, I don't want to go there. It's just this place that I have to go to and it's not fun. I don't like it. Blah, 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 blah. And then the final thing is that you feel like you can't absorb info or you're just not really into learning anymore. I feel like a love of learning is something that a lot of people have lost and I have definitely lost it too. And the thing is, is I will learn stuff that I want to learn, but sometimes when I'm forced to learn it, I will lack the motivation to learn it, and I'll lack the wanting to learn it, but the big problem with this, and the big thing on this, like, last point, is that you feel like you can't absorb information anymore, like, you feel like your brain is so full, and no matter how much you study, you can't absorb any mot- any more information, because you're just so full of motivation. Not motivation. You're so full of information that you just can't absorb anymore. You know, a sponge can only absorb so much. So you feel like you've absorbed all that you can and you can't absorb any new information and like you can't learn anything. So that's when it gets really scary is when you feel like so burnt out that you are like, what is this for? I'm not even learning anything. I feel like my brain is so full, you know? So that's one of the big hard things about burnout. But what are some ways that we can combat burnout? So the number one thing is to make time for things that make you truly happy. So don't go on your phone. This is something that I feel like the Lord has been calling, to me, calling me to is... The fact that a lot of the times I just go on my phone and it's not as much as other people my age I have seen because other people definitely are worse than me, but that doesn't mean that I'm better than them because I definitely, there's some kids that spend like an hour or 30 minutes on their phone, like not that much screen time. And I have a lot compared to them, but then I have a little compared to like the people that spend 15 hours on their phone every single day. But you shouldn't be going to your phone, you shouldn't be going to screens when to get your dopamine because I feel like Instagram can only make you so happy. You scroll so far and you're just like, wow, I'm seeing all of the same stuff, what am I doing with my life? Like I've had those thoughts before where I'm just like why this is not adding to my quality of life. I'm not getting anything out of this scrolling. Like it's a screen. I can't get anything out of this and it's not making me truly happy. It just makes me have it just makes me laugh for like 5 seconds and then I've moved on, you know? So find something that makes you truly happy. Like me, it's this podcast, but maybe for you it's going outside. Or maybe it's crocheting or doing some other craft. Maybe it's coloring. I don't know. Whatever it is, find what makes you happy and go to that instead of your screens when you're bored. Second thing to do is exercise. Because this is one of the best ways to get dopamine and clear our minds. I feel so much happier when I work out, when I go to the gym. I just feel like my mind has been cleared wash clean, you know, clean slate. But when I don't exercise, I feel a lot less happy, a lot more drained, a lot... Like, my energy has been drained out of me. So getting enough exercises... Exercise. Even if that's three times a week or just a walk around your neighborhood every day, that would make you so much... It would clear your head so much. And... In Montana, it's kind of hard once it gets to winter because I don't really want to go outside in freezing temperatures and go on a walk outside every single day in freezing temperatures. But there's other ways that you can get your exercise in, whether that's following like some at-home workout or going to a gym. Like I go to a gym, but that's just because I get a free membership from working at the gym. But it do- you don't have to do it at a gym. You could do it at home. There's so many videos out there that you could go to. Like you could do Pilates. I know there's so many Pilates videos and so many people enjoy Pilates and I think that's like such a wonderful way to exercise your body and I think that's something that like people don't really realize is that exercise makes you not just physically healthy, it makes you mentally healthy and I feel like that's Why, once you start exercising, once you start becoming a gym rat or whatever, or a Pilates princess, or like an expert runner or hiker, whatever you want to say, once you start with constant exercise, I feel like you just have a higher quality of life, if that makes sense. You just feel so much better, and it's a natural way to get dopamine. Like I was saying with the phones that's not really a natural way to get dopamine. You know, technically it is natural because you're laughing at something, but it's not the same kind of dopamine that you're going to get from exercising or hanging out with friends. Like you are going to get so much more dopamine and lasting dopamine if you exercise or if you go out and hang out with your friends. Like that is going to be the lasting dopamine, not the dopamine that you get from a seven second video where you laughed about it for five seconds and then you moved on with your life like that's not going to make you truly feel filled and happy my third thing is positive language and I think this is so important I have been listening whoa listening to a lot of good podcasts and a lot of them talk about like positivity and positive language so proverbs 18 21 the first part of the verse which is death and life are in the are in the power of the tongue so this says that our tongue has power like power of life and death and we can choose to speak life so positive things or we could choose to speak death which is negative things so and your tongue has power so when you choose to speak those negative things you're going to be speaking negatively you're going to be speaking death like the power the power of your tongue like the tongue has the power of life and death so instead of telling yourself you can't say that you are capable of doing the assignment or the thing or going to the class instead of saying you can't do this There's no way that you could possibly study for this test. There's no way that you could possibly get an A in this class or even a B in this class. Like, there's no way. You got to tell yourself there is a way. You got to tell yourself, if I put the work in, there is a way that I can get an A on this assignment. If I put the work in, I can get an A overall in this class or I can get a B overall in this class. And making sure that you have that positive mindset and then you're speaking like I can do this assignment not I can't do this assignment it's so long and I don't have enough time that would be speaking death over yourself with your tongue speak life by saying I can do this assignment I will get this assignment done this assignment may seem daunting but I can get through it my number four thing to do is to clean up your space so messy rooms or messy spaces give you feelings of chaos and distress and I can attest to this so clean your space up to also clear some mental headspace so my room is ish right now it's it's getting better (laughs) it's definitely getting better but I have so much laundry and that's the thing that I need to do I need to clean up my laundry and do laundry because I know that will clear so much mental headspace when I know that I have clean clothes that I can wear. I think a lot of my stress sometimes comes from my own surroundings. It's not even because of school, it's not even because of work, it's because I feel like I don't have enough time to clean up my space. But trying to take enough time each day to pick up the dirty clothes on the floor or you know, organize my vanity so that it looks nice and organized. Or clear up my desk so it, it's a little bit more controlled chaos. Or even, I don't even know what it could be. Or even like wiping down the counter in my bathroom. And wiping down the sink. Because sometimes that can get gross. And sometimes it goes way too long without cleaning. And I feel like that, whenever I have a clean room, my mental headspace is so much your number fifth thing to do is to set goals even if they're small ones so small goals like i will get all my math assignments in or i will get to this point in my book setting those small goals even though they're not big life plan goals saying that i will get this these two assignments done tonight will help motivate you so much and starting small will really help with your overall well-being My sixth thing is to meal prep. And this was actually said on a few different things, whether it was meal prepping or even healthy eating. But this is something that I want to get into, and I might try and figure out an audiobook that I can listen to at work or some podcasts about meal prepping, because prepping meals ahead of the time will alleviate more stress. If you are stressed, sometimes I stress out about what am I going to eat today? I don't have anything to eat. Or sometimes I feel like I don't have time to make a healthy meal. But healthy eating is key to having a healthy brain and a healthy body. It's not just our body that our food goes into. It goes into our brain too. And there's so many like super foods that you can eat to help boost your brain power. But it's so easy for me to either... Undereat or just eat really unhealthy things and I want to be having a better more healthier lifestyle so I need to try and get into meal prep I know I've been saying this for like a month or two now or maybe since I've started this podcast but I really want to try and maybe start the habit of meal prepping because I know that it will alleviate stress My seventh thing is to take breaks while studying, and that's going to go into productivity hacks, so I'll talk about that a little bit more, but like I said, don't do screen time. That's the big thing. I'm saying it to myself too. Don't go on Instagram or if you go on TikTok more don't go on TikTok. Um, it was so funny because my friend and I were looking at our screen time because I was writing down this plan in my photography class because we weren't doing anything. And she was like, yeah, I don't spend much time on Instagram. And it was like five minutes was her daily average. And I was like, girl, what? She's like, but I do spend a lot of time on TikTok. And I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That is a lot of time. Um, so it doesn't matter what app you're spending it on. Stop spending so much time on that app and don't do that while you take a break because it's so easy to be like, I'm taking a break. Let me scroll on Instagram. And then five minutes turns into 15 minutes, which turns into an hour, which turns into two hours. I've been there. I I am speaking from personal experience, but my number Eight thing is to change your setting. So coffee shops are actually my absolute favorite to get work done and I I haven't been going to them as much recently just because I feel like I've been pretty busy on my breaks. So I did go to a coffee shop a few weeks ago and I got so much done. I get so much more done when I'm at a coffee shop usually. Sometimes I don't. There was a good week where I would try and go to a coffee shop almost every single day during my break. And then it just got to like where it wasn't a good study environment for me anymore. And I just got distracted by my phone. (laughs) But trying to go to a coffee shop and change your setting, even if it's not a coffee shop, if it's, you know, the library or Outside, or maybe even your dining room table instead of your room, can all help with your mindset. So, changing your setting up. And I'm gonna end with some productivity hacks because I need this myself. So, my number one thing is to get into a routine, create a routine because this will help alleviate stress and train your brain i (laughs) this weekend i keep on going back to thanksgiving break so i was not on a routine and i kind of left that break feeling rested but not happy if that makes sense it was good to take the break but also i was at my dad's house so he lives in a different town and that town does not have the gym that i go to so i didn't work out I did work out on Wednesday, but I didn't work out, what was I going to say? I didn't work out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, oh, so only three days, but it felt like a lot longer, and I worked out Sunday night, so it was like four, almost four days that I didn't work out, and after I worked out last night, I felt so much better, but I got out of that routine, and I was not in a good, happy, healthy that girl routine vibe. I was in a, uh, we're just going to lay around the house routine where, you know, oh, I don't really have to get up out of bed in the morning. And one day, was it Friday? Friday, I slept in late. And then, or was it, I think also on Thanksgiving, I slept in late, but I would like stay up late because I couldn't fall asleep. Although, I was, like, really glad to get back into my bed at my mom's house. Because the pillows are so much more comfier. It's like, oh, I like my bed. And my bed at my mom's house has, like, one of the mattress toppers. So, it makes it a little bit more comfy. And I have a lot more pillows. So, I was, like, really happy um, to get, like, the fluffier and more pillows. And that was a little bit of a side tangent. But, um, I... I don't know. I've been having trouble sleeping lately, although thankfully I didn't have any headaches over the weekend. I just, like, was feeling really lazy, and I would go to bed late. Not really go to bed late, I'd just not be able to fall asleep, and then I would sleep in really late. (laughs) And I was not following like, oh, let's get up at 8 (laughs) a.m. Or let's even get up at 9 a.m. Like, I did not set an alarm at all because I just wanted to sleep. And, you know, that's fine to let yourself sleep. But I didn't make, like, a good routine. And usually when I woke up, I would not actually get up right when I woke up. Like, I would when I have school in the morning. I kind of just was laying around until I kind of had to get ready at, like, 11. But on Friday, I don't even think I, like, got... I did put actual clothes on. Don't worry. Um, because we did go to a store to pick up, like, Christmas light hanger, like, holder things. But I didn't put on any makeup. I did not get myself, like, really ready for the day. So I was kind of just in my lazy mood that day because I was not... I was not up and I did not get myself ready and I was not doing a routine or in a good routine. I feel like for me, what I need to try and do is to purposely block out my time and this will go into my planning point, my number two point. But what I need to do is purposely block out time each day where I'm like, this hour is going to be devoted to study. Like You can't do anything else this hour because usually after school, I don't really frame my nights. I'm just like, oh, uh, I go home and I do whatever, you know, or even during my breaks, like I'll have stuff to do and then sometimes I don't. So then I'm just like, ah, uh, whatever, doesn't matter. Where really I should be like, okay, well, this hour and a half I'm going to devote to studying and then like break up that time even more. So this is goes into my number two thing is to plan. So write down your weekly or daily tasks and prioritize and plan. So let's start with the weekly tasks. So this is like your classes, your appointments, your meetings, your shopping, everything else. So if you know you have to be out and about, those are going to be like your weekly or even daily tasks. Or this could also include gym time. So I want to say if you are already driving around, what are tasks that you can block together so you're not running around? So blocking together your tasks. So on Monday you don't go across town to an appointment and then you bring back. But then Tuesday you're like, "Oh, I got to go grocery shopping," which you knew on Monday. You could have told yourself to go grocery shopping on Monday, but you know, you didn't really plan ahead. So then you have to drive all the way back across town and go and do your grocery shopping when you could have just blocked those two things together if you had planned it out a little bit more. If you had been like Sunday night or even Monday morning, you're like, okay, let me look at my schedule. Oh, I have an appointment that day. And, oh, look, I have to go grocery shopping. There's a grocery store right near that or on my way home. So let's go grocery shopping on my way home from that appointment. So then I don't have to go back out again. So what I do, which is just the routine that I've gotten into, is I work at the gym, right? So I go, I go and work out before I go to work. Because I don't want to drive out there after school, work out, drive home, and then drive back out there for work. No, it just makes more sense to go do it all at one time and not be driving around and wasting gas and wasting money. So, if you're already driving around, if you're already going to be in that area, think of the tasks beforehand. Try and think of everything that you have to do that would require you to go out and about And try and plan your days around that and plan where you're going around that. And then, like, try and block it out. So, then you have, like, a time block. Then, look at your assignments. Your assignments for the week, like, if you know it or once you get it, write them down with the due date. And, like, on Monday, you could have a few different tasks. So, this Monday, I had a review given out for me. Given out to me for my... Um, math class and the test for my math class is Wednesday and I'm not sure if I'm going to get any review materials from my micro class but there's going to be a test for micro on Friday so I need to be studying for that test and making sure that I'm all good and doing he had like a huge FRQ um, packet which is like free response question. I think that's what it's called. Um, but he had like a huge packet that he gave us at the start of the unit that I need to get through by that test date because it's f- for the whole unit. So I know that by Friday, I have to have that FRQ done. But that goes into the prioritizing based on due date or what's happening in that class. So because I have a test, like a big unit test on Wednesday, for my math class, I am going to prioritize getting through that math review during my study, like my hour that I'm going to devote to studying. So I'm going to devote a lot of that time towards that math test. And when I, I'll talk about this in the, um, a little bit later, but I'm going to devote, I don't know, 70% of my studying time to that. And then, once I get past Wednesday, Wednesday night and Thursday night, I can devote a lot more time to that FRQ or whatever review materials that he gives us, that my economics teacher gives us for Friday of that day. So, remembering to prioritize, maybe even making a list of the highest priority. Then, start with the smaller tasks and split up large tasks that seem daunting. So if you have like a half done worksheet, if I had a half done worksheet for math or like half done word problems, and it's something that I need to go through. I would look at those and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to finish this first and then I'm going to move on to the big thing. Or maybe I'll start with the big thing, but go through like question 10 and then I'll take a break and maybe go to a different subject or go to a different worksheet if I'm like too burnt out on that because I am kind of the person who will hyper focus on one thing and just get the one thing done but I know a lot of people and sometimes even me myself I can't spend all that much time and sometimes I just feel overwhelmed when I try and be like okay 30 practice problems all on the same subject let's go. You know, split up those big tasks that may be daunting and maybe be like, okay, well, here's my to-do list. Start with number one through 10 on this review and then move to FRQ number one on your FRQ packet and then do number 11 through 25 on your practice problem. And then, like, read 30 pages in your book and then finish out those last five problems to finish the night, if that makes sense. So, change up what subject you study if you're getting really, really tired of the one subject. So, whether that's taking a break to read a book that you have to read for English or just moving to a different subject to give your brain a little bit of a break from that big subject like the subject of math. And I think what you should try and do is try and figure out how much time each task will take you. Try and make an estimate. Maybe even don't try and overestimate, but make an estimate. Be like, okay, I think this will take me 20 minutes. And challenge yourself to get as much done as you can in 20 minutes. And if you have time over, just add that into your break. Or if you're on a roll, Go into the next subject or go into the next thing and just keep on doing it until you feel like you need a break. But I think that's one thing that you really need to focus on. So make sure you take breaks. So you could, for me, you could do laundry. Like I could do laundry, like switch over the laundry. Or you could make a snack or even go on a walk if you want a little bit of a longer break. Like doing something that's healthy. So like I said, don't go on your phone and doom scroll because you know that five minute break will turn into 15 minutes and you're like, oh, just five more minutes. Five more minutes is actually going to be an hour later and then you're just stuck in the realm of Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or wherever you find your entertainment. And so trying to take away that phone when you're doing breaks and trying to, you know, I don't even know what you could do. But for me, it would maybe do small chores around the house. That's something that I need to get done. Like I could patch up these pants that need to be patched up or I could do laundry, whatever it may be. My number four thing, yeah, is to minimize distractions. So put your phone up and away. And if you have AirPods and you have like announcements or whatever, because you can have your um your oh what is it called uh your notifications announced sometimes and i'm not sure if it's just airpods that do that but with iphones like airpods will announce your notifications so turn on do not disturb say nope people you're not getting through to me i'm putting my phone up i'm putting it away i'm if i'm listening to music i can listen to music but really try and hone in and put your earbuds in Put on a playlist that you know you will like to study to, and and like challenge yourself. How long can I go without putting without looking at my phone? How long can I go? Because usually earbuds will have like the skip function on them, if that's something that they have, or even like with Spotify. I know that you can open up the little app on your computer and like skip through songs as long as you don't get pulled into that. So, also use a fun pomodoro wait, pomodoro. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. But use a fun little timer. Like um the por- pomodoro technique, I think that's what it's called. They I think it's like 25 minutes on and then 25 minutes 25 minutes of work and five minutes of break, maybe, but you can, like, look up aesthetic Pomodoro, um, timer, or there's something that I've seen, like, all over Instagram re- lately, which is called, like, virtual cottage from STEM, STEAM, um, so I haven't used it, but I think it's pretty cute, And it has a built-in timer and it kind of, like, puts your computer on lockdown if that's something that's going to become a distraction. Like, if you're doing math work and you either have a worksheet or a book in front of you, you can put up that little virtual cottage and it's, like, a little to-do timer kind of thing that instead of, like, going on your computer and doing random stuff on your computer, if that's, like, a distraction for you, you could make the little timer with the little, I think it's like a little cottage or a little room that you can see and it'll, you can use that to help yourself focus a little bit more. My fifth thing that you can do is to find inspiration. So make goals or a Pinterest board. I know I already said make goals, but like remind yourself of the goals. So inspire yourself, make a goal. Like I, want to get an A in this class and you know that this is going to take effort. So make the goal to put that effort in. Or even look on Pinterest. Pinterest is actually so good for motivation to study because you can see all of these like academic girlies who are studying either at a cafe or at a library and you can make a whole little Pinterest board that you can go to and you're like, oh, I don't want to study. And then you see all of these cute girls with their aesthetic little study materials and you're like, okay, I feel like I want to study now. And I think that's a great technique as long as you don't really... As long as you commit yourself to, like, not letting that become a distraction, if that makes sense. So maybe on your break, you could go on your computer. Because I don't think I use the Pinterest app at all. So I... The way that I use Pinterest is just the website on my computer. So, like, for your five-minute break, you could go and, like, look on Pinterest and... Like even look up study motivation, aesthetic, and like get your mindset, get a good mindset for this studying that you're going to do. And, and this will help you romanticize studying. So even you could watch like a video, which could be like a study vlog before you start studying. Because sometimes those videos that are so aesthetic, like get my life together with me. Like, yeah, girl, get your life together. I want to come come along for this. So, like, romanticizing studying either by watching other people romanticizing studying, going on Pinterest, or, like, thinking, wow, I'm so lucky. Like, this can also go into thankfulness. But you could be like, wow, I'm so lucky to be here. I'm so lucky to be able to get an education. Like, I'm going to remember, like... I'm so lucky and I'm going to romanticize this by making pretty notes and having pretty handwriting and all of that stuff. Like, I feel like it's so easy to overlook that fact, but you can really romanticize what your studying looks like. So, the last thing in, like, the inspiration is to remind yourself what you're looking, what you're working for. So, remind yourself, I'm working for an A in that class, or I I keep on using the A thing, but... There's, like, one class that I know that I definitely won't get an A in this year, and it's AP English, and I'm going to say I'm going to work for that B. I'm going to try and get a high B this year. So, really putting in the work to get that B, although a lot of it, I don't think I can really help. Like, it doesn't... uh, That's just a hard class. Like, the way that he's put it up is just, like, really, really hard. So, it's kind of hard to really sway your goal this way or that way because there's not much that you can do to really take hold of your grade because he kind of just grades all of your because there's a lot of timed um, essays and he just grades the essays and then the class participation he like grades you based on what he sees sometimes so it's like definitely a hard class to get an A in and I've kind of just decided okay I'm gonna go for a high B this year if I get a B I will be so happy <laughs> because writing I can do but it's not timed writing is not one of my strong suits especially when I don't quite understand it so um, hopefully it'll get better as the year progresses but I know that I'll be happy with the B and that is what I'm working for in that class but for other classes I'm definitely gonna work for an A or a high B and it doesn't even have to be a middle A. It can be an A minus. If it's a 90 or a 91%, I will be so happy to just get through with that. So there's two classes that I'm working for that grade in, which should which I will devote more time to. So, remind yourself what you're lo- working for. So, I am working for my diploma and I am working towards college and then when I'm in college, it'll be like really easy to remind myself what I'm working for because I'm like I'm working for a degree and I'm working for and I feel like college is definitely going to be a different kind of stressful and a different kind of burnout but I feel like I will remind myself a lot easier like oh wow this is what I'm doing it for you know I'm doing it for this degree and I feel passionate about this degree and like remind yourself oh wow this is actually stuff that I'm going to use because it's specified to my degree. So you can like remind yourself, hey, maybe I really hate this organic organic chemistry class or this um, economics class, but like for the organic chemistry, I don't know if you actually use this. I'm not a science person. You could be like, it's helping me work towards this goal of being a microbiologist. I'm not sure if you need a chemistry thing, um, organic chemistry for that, or even like with health professions, I know you have to take a lot of um, STEM classes, well, science classes. So if you really don't like science, but you're going for a health degree, you're like, this is something that I need to know for this career path, for becoming a nurse or a doctor or surgeon or whatever it may be. Like this is something that I need for that. Or if it's microeconomics, You'd be like this is something that i need for my business degree i'm not actually sure if i have to take an economics class but like just reminding yourself what you're working for will help give you so much motivation and you guys know i couldn't leave an episode without the christian little part of it even though i already read a verse to you guys i want to tell you guys my number six and probably the most important point so maybe i should have said this first but it was to not forget to spend time with jesus So it's easy to feel blessed without adequate time with the Lord. So some ways that you can do this is to turn on Christian study music. Um, I'll have on my Instagram, there's the story highlights, but I might even be able to link the playlist that I made for you guys in the description box. And then also make sure to get in the word and pray so trying to make that time for that 15 minutes in the morning that you can get into the word or even on your one of your five to ten minute breaks go into the word read a, read a psalms like those are really easy and really quick really easy to digest so during one of your study breaks if you haven't read your bible yet go read your bible and it's going to fill you with so much more energy and life Like today when I read my Bible, I have felt way more full of life as I went throughout the day than I did this weekend because I wasn't getting into the Word and I wasn't doing good on my Holy Girl habits. So make sure to get into the Word and to pray and maybe even pray for motivation and for like victory over the burnout that you're having. Pray, dear Lord, please help me be productive today. Please help frame my mindset into the right mindset and remind me that I'm working unto you, Lord, not unto men. And please help me stay motivated and stay inspired and get through this burnout and that, this tough season that I'm having with school. Amen. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks for for getting to the end. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see every single one of you in the next one. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to go follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast podcast. Or you could email me at thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and rate the show because that really helps me out. And thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next one.